Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Why did he ask this question? He could have had, he could have said many other things, but he asked only one question three times. Only one question three times. Probably because that was the most important thing in Jesus' mind. One question three times. <clears throat> we automatically assume that this question is to do with Peter's denial. I mean, you've been to church all your life, so probably you heard sermons and all that. So we think that, oh, this uh, Jesus question has something to do with Peter's denial. Definitely, that must have been in Peter's mind. He connected Jesus' question with his denial. So when Jesus kept asking three times, Peter was hurt. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he said to him the third time, do you love me? Because Peter connected Jesus' question with his denial that he felt hurt. Is Jesus wondering about my love? You know, this question was a very difficult question for Peter to answer. Even before Jesus asked this question, Peter must have asked himself this question numerous times, thousands of times. Do I really love Jesus? Then why did I deny Jesus? Not even once, but three times. What a coward that I am. So when Jesus asked this question, Obviously, in Peter's mind, it, it, he connected that with his own denial. Peter was going through a very difficult time. You know, betraying or denying your friend is not easy, especially when that person dies. Deep sorrow and deep regret. He had such a good time with Peter, three years Day in and day out, and at the end, said, I don't know him. Saying that, I don't know him. That's not easy to digest when that friend died after that. When, when, but Jesus, uh, Peter was very sincere when he, uh, he was very loyal to Jesus. So when Jesus said, hey, everyone will desert me. And that when he heard that, no, even, if, even though everyone deserves me, I will never desert you. Even though all become deserters, I will not. He confidently said that because that's what he believed that he would do. But you know, when actual situation comes, what we feel, what we say, the kind of commitment that we have during this uh, peaceful time, you, don't, you never know what you will say. When the critical time comes, when crisis comes, you don't know how you will respond to that situation. 
And you know, in a very peaceful situation, Peter really sincerely could say that I will follow you to the end. I will uh, follow you to death. I will never desert you. He could, he could uh, say that. We, we can say that when everything is good. But when we actually encounter very critical uh, time, we don't know. We never know. Peter just realized that his words were just empty words that carried no weight. Just empty words. He realized that he was too weak, filled with fear. That's why he deserted Jesus. So, when Peter heard that question, he was deeply, he was deeply hurt. But my friends, Jesus was different. Jesus was different from Peter. What Jesus was thinking was different from what Peter was thinking. Peter connected that question with his own denial, but Jesus never thought about Peter's denial. He doesn't, Jesus did not even mention that Peter denied him. Jesus' thinking was totally uh, at a different place. His mind was not what Peter did in the past. Jesus' mind was on what Peter would do in the future. He never mentions about what Peter did to him. He only mentions about what Peter would do in the future. So Jesus' mind was not on the past. Jesus' mind was on the future. And from that context, Jesus asked this question. Do you love me? Jesus did not connect that question with Peter's denial. That's why every time when Jesus says, do you love me? Jesus, uh, Peter said, yes, I love you. You know that. And then every time he said, feed my lamb, feed my sheep, attend my sheep and feed my sheep. Oh, what is that? about what Peter would do. This is what you will do in the future. He's not focused. Jesus was not focusing on his past. Jesus was focusing on his future. Jesus came not only to forgive what he did. Jesus came to restore his calling, and prepare him for his future. What Peter needed at that moment was not to feel better. What Peter needed at that moment was not just comfort. You'll be all right. That's not patting on your shoulder. That's not what Peter needed. Peter needed, what Peter needed was somebody pulling him out of the rut that he was in. The rut of the past, rut of guilt. He needs somebody to pull him out of the darkness of his own guilt and past. That's what Peter needed. Peter was too sad to think about his own future. He was too heartbroken to move on with his life. He became stuck 
in the past. Look at what he did. He said, I'm going fishing. And all other this, I'll go with you. When they, when they first met Jesus, that's what they were doing before they met Jesus. They went fishing. They were fishermen. And then when they met Jesus, they left the net and then followed Jesus. But now they picked up the net that they left and then went fishing again. They went back to the past. They were stuck in their past. This whole scene was like the first time when they first met Jesus. All night they tried to fish. They couldn't catch anything. Jesus said, put, it, put your net on the, on the right side. And then they were able to catch, catch so many fish. Jesus knew that Peter was very much stuck in his past because of his guilt. Peter was disillusioned about himself. Last three years, it was great. He was a the disciple of Jesus and all that, but now he was so disillusioned about himself. Jesus wanted to take Peter out of a snare of his past. You know what happened in the past does not stay in the past. Do you know that? What happened in the past does not stay there. What happened in the past still lives in our lives very much. Very much alive. Just because time passed by, the, what happened in the past does not pass by. Especially our painful past does not just stay in the past. It pulls us back into that rut continuously with a strong force. It pulls us back into the rut. It's like a black hole. It pulls us back into that dark hole. So people who suffer from P PTSD still live in the fear of their past. They can never let go of their past and move on. There are many of you who still live with guilt, anger, and disappointment because of what happened in the past. And these pasts hold you back. You cannot go forward. But my friends, we have to go forward. Life has to go forward. It never goes backward. It's like a fish. Fish never goes backward. We have to go forward. Not because we did everything well in the past. We have a lot of regrets. We have a lot of mistakes that we made. But we cannot get stuck in the rut. That was what St. Paul said. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, 
forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on. I press on towards the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Forgetting what lies behind, I go forward. That's what St. Paul said. Who is St. Paul? St. Paul did worse thing than Peter. He made terrible sin against Jesus. He persecuted those who followed Jesus. He did such a bad thing. Jesus had to appear to Peter, uh, 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 Paul and said this to him. Saul, Saul. His name was Paul and Saul, uh, you know, both. Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He was so bad to Jesus. He was so bad to the uh, Christians. So Jesus had to appear to him. He wanted to destroy Jesus' movement. He wanted to destroy church. But after meeting Christ, he realized how sinful, how bad he was. He regretted sincerely what he did. This is what he said. For I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. I'm unfit to be even Jesus' follower and apostle. But he did not get stuck in the past. Forgetting what lied behind, he pressed on. He moved on forward. That was what Peter, that was what Jesus wanted Peter to do. Jesus wanted Peter to move on forward. Many of us think that oh, we are playing this math game. Oh, uh, Peter denied Jesus three times. So he must have asked uh, this question three times. Do you love me? It's like a three and three. So we connect in that way. But I see another reason. Jesus was about to say about Peter's future. Jesus was about to say very, very difficult thing to Peter. He was about to predict what the future held for him and how he would die. Very grave, uh, serious thing that Jesus was about to let him know. But it was hard for him to say that. So he hesitated. He wanted to make sure. Do you love me? And later, do you love me? And then lastly, do you really love me? Because what I'm about to say to you is a difficult to uh, absorb and digest. Do you love me? And when Peter said, yes, I do. You know that I love you. Then Jesus said this, very truly I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and to go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out, stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. 
He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. According to tradition, Peter died, uh, uh, was crucified upside down on the cross. Peter said, I don't fit, I don't uh, deserve to die, uh, you know, like uh, my Lord, Master. Just crucify me upside down. That's how he died, according to tradition. Jesus said very this difficult thing. And before he said it, he asked him three times. After he said this, Jesus said, follow me. My friends, our God is not interested in your past. Our God is interested in your future. Some of you probably what's left is shorter than what you have lived so far. It doesn't matter. Rest of it. How we are going to live, that's more important, important than how we have lived so far. Life is like that. God knows how you have lived so far, but his interest, his interest is in how you will live with the life that is ahead of you. St. Paul understood this so well when he said, so if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. With God, every day is a new creation. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is what we have to prepare for. We have to let go. We have to learn to let go of our yesterday and live for tomorrow. I see so many people licking their wounds still. I see so many people live with their baggage instead of overcoming that and move on. They still live stuck in their past. What they experienced in the past left such a deep scar that they had hard time. They have hard time to move on. I know it is hard to let go of the past. But my friends, I know we can do it. We can do it. We can live a new life, not just as a victim of our past. Yes, we have been shaped in this way so far, but we can be a new person. We can live a new life with God's help. With God, with Jesus, our past does not have power over us. When you live a new life, what you need is love. The reason Peter denied Jesus was because of fear and Love is the only thing that defeats and drives out the fear. John said, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Jesus wanted to make sure to Peter, do you love me? 
Do you have that love in you? When you have that love in you, you can start new. You can follow me. You can overcome your past and then face new challenges. Following Jesus is hard because it involves sacrifice. That's why Jesus said, you want to follow me? Take up your own cross. It involves sacrifice. There is, a, there is no easy road. Some may, some may th- uh, misunderstand that. Oh, if you believe in Jesus Christ, you have peace and joy and, and you live good life and everything that you want to do and then you die, you go to heaven. Wrong. Following Jesus is hard. Sometimes you have to forgive when you don't want to forgive. Sometimes you have to sacrifice what you have. Peter had to sacrifice his life for Jesus. But that sacrifice has to be done, had to be done in love. Otherwise, that sacrifice is abuse. When sacrifice is demanded of you, then that is abuse. We can never demand sacrifice from others. But when sacrifice is done in love, it is beautiful and it has a transforming power. And that's what Jesus wanted Peter to do. You will sacrifice, but you have love. If you saw, your sacrifice will be beautiful and will have transforming power. And I thank God and I thank Peter for sacrificing himself in love. My friends, we are called to follow Jesus. Not to live an easy life, but to live a truthful life. Even though it is difficult, even though it requires sacrifice. On that road, you may fail sometimes. You may fall sometimes. Sometimes in that road, you will wonder, is there God? Sometimes your spirituality is so weak that you cannot even feel God. But leave all your failures, frustrations, and disappointments in God's hands and look forward. Have love for Jesus. Do not look back. Look forward. That's what Imino said to his son in Pachinko. Do not look back. Look forward. Have love for Jesus. That's all you need. If you love Jesus, you will be able to handle any situation that comes to you. Move on with love. Move on with love. Past is gone. Leave them in God's hands 
you look ahead and move on. And when sacrifice is needed, please do it for the sake of Christ in love. Your sacrifice will be very much appreciated. Oh, bring out flower. That's what our parents did for us. They sacrificed in love to bring flower in our lives. Do that for each other and to each other. Let us sing together.